Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Compassionate, caring and cuddly. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I want to see an honest press. When I started off today by saying that it's so important to the public to get an honest press. The press, the public doesn't believe you people anymore. Now, maybe I had something to do with that. I don't know. Uh, I think it did. I think it did. At uh, Condon1965 tweets at the Roy Green Show, if Americans don't want him, we can have him instead of Trudeau. And I tweeted back that some Americans would rather have Justin Trudeau. Maybe we can arrange a trade. Don't get upset with me, okay? Sometimes you say things that are half in jest. Look, clearly the objectives of the left, organized and prepared in the weeks before the inauguration, are to malign, marginalize, and distort the presidency of Donald Trump. The same people who savaged Trump are now engaged in a concentrated effort to ridicule the new president of the United States. Mainstream media is interviewing Democrats dedicated to create winning conditions for midterm elections next year. Democrats are hurling insults and questioning Trump's sanity. The New York Times wrote a headline piece earlier this week in which it breathlessly reported anonymous sources within the U.S. intel departments and agencies were very concerned that Mr. Trump was being manipulated by the Russians or hinted that maybe the Trump campaign and the president himself had some sort of loyalty to Russia before the U.S. And then in the very same story, a few paragraphs later, the New York Times wrote there was nothing to substantiate or to confirm the attack on the president that they were undertaking. And we had the left-wing California court, the Ninth District Court of Appeal, ruled the executive action by Mr. Trump temporarily engaging a travel ban against people from seven countries because of national security concerns would remain under the temporary restraining order put in place by one judge in the state of Oregon. What most people didn't report, and what I did report, is that uh, the California Appeals Court has an 84%, has had 84% of its judgments overturned. Only 16% of that court's decisions are considered sufficiently lawful that they're kept in force. Um, Donald Trump's popularity with Americans climbing, Rasmussen, as we just heard, um, 55% of Americans believe that uh, he's the right guy, and 45% believe America's headed in the right direction, and that's more than any week Barack Obama had. And speaking of uh, Mr. Obama and Russia, wasn't it Obama who we saw caught on a television camera telling the then President of Russia, I can't say this guy's name, Medvedev, in early 2012, that once he won that year's election, 
he'd be able to make deals with Russia and not worry about it costing him re-election to the White House. And Medvedev said, I'll, I'll tell Boris. Well, there was the case of the left's great Senator Ted Kennedy, who actually entered into an anti-Ronald Reagan deal with the then-Soviet Union secret police, the KGB. So my question is this. And again, my phone lines have been ringing off the hook since February of last year. Is Donald Trump still the right choice, the correct choice, for President of the United States of America? Here's John in, uh, where are you, John? Well, we're going to come back to John because I think he's hearing himself back or he's got a terrible... Uh, cyber line. So we'll, we'll we'll get John all squared away in Oshawa, Ontario. Gord, Gord, thank you for the call, sir. Good afternoon, Mr. Green. We've spoken before, and we're at uh, opposite poles on this man here. I have uh, I know you're enthralled with him, and I have no use for him. Uh, you asked the question: Is he the right man for yeah. America? If yeah. you're a conservative, absolutely. If you're a liberal, no. But I just want to make one point: okay. you're, you and your listeners can uh, mull this over. Okay. Um, the United States, excluding John F. Kennedy, the United States has not had a president die in office since 1945, I believe, uh, Franklin Roosevelt. Uh, I think Mr. Trump has a chance of uh, being the next one to die in office. I'll tell you why I say that. I don't think these facts are disputable. Uh, I heard this week, and I'm surprised it's only this much, weighs 240 pounds, never exercises, is a fast food fanatic, and gets three hours sleep a night. Well, that sounds a little bit to me... Like a, that's, that, to me, is a recipe for health disaster. And if you want more proof, just think of Rob Ford. You know, uh, I don't want to bring Rob Ford into this because he died of cancer. So I know, but... No, no, let's... let's, let's no, no, hold on. When you don't exercise... When you yeah, Gord, I agree. I agree. Food, I, look, I agree I, with I, you. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, I don't think the guy's going to make it. Well... He he's always lived, apparently he's always lived this way, but you're right. When you reach a certain time in life, you can't do at 70 what you were able to do at 25. It just, it's just not physically possible. He's, uh, he's living on the but understand, understand, when you're the president of the United States, there's a doctor checking on you virtually every day. Well, nobody's forcing him to stay up till 1 or 2 in the morning. No, nobody's but that's his... Up early. Well, I, I mean, I always do that. I've always stayed sure. up till 1 or 2 in the, in, the, in the morning, and then I get up at 4 or 5, you know? There was a president, and this is the opposite extreme. There's a president, I think, in the early 1900s, I've told this to people, who slept. Yeah, you, you think it's more difficult being a president than a talk show host? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, probably right. Yeah. <laughs> One last point. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm not being sarcastic. Well, I am being sarcastic. It's okay. I can't resist. It's okay. It, it, you know, you go on for your three hours, and, and I, you're very intelligent. You make a lot of good points. Okay? But if, if, the, if the American media is the enemy of the people, isn't the Canadian media the uh, enemy of the Canadian people, which includes you? So how can I trust anything you're saying? Well, you can and tr- I do trust Well, you can trust me. You know, I, I do. I, I believe you, and I trust what you're saying. But if he were here, he'd say, "Oh, you can't trust those guys." Well, you can trust me because I told you you could trust me. Oh, there you go. It's like a, one last point. <laughs> yes, sir. Go ahead. I saw my favorite book title. Yeah. I, I, I was in a chapter store and I saw a book title on the front. It said, "Trust me, I'm lying." <laughs> have, a, have a nice day, Roy. <laughs> you too. Talk Thank you, you for the Bye-bye. call. Thanks, Gord. See, we can be at uh, opposite ends of the spectrum and still have a good conversation and get along okay. Tim is in Edmonton, Alberta. Tim, thank you for the call. Hey, Roy. Um, just wanted to make two counterpoints to your previous caller. One is you certainly can't trust a certain network whose top broadcaster officiated the wedding 
for Justin Trudeau's director of communications. And secondly, the schedule Mr. Trump held during the election where he was doing one, two, three gigantic rallies uh, every single day for for, uh, dozens of days in a row is something that a 20 or 30-year-old could barely handle, never mind a 70-year-old, so he's obviously in good health. And the man has incredible stamina. Yeah, and uh, so basically I just wanted to go back to the uh, Rasmussen stuff. Um, I watched the press conference on Thursday, and... uh, uh, immediately afterwards, I'd written on my uh, Facebook about how um, Trump really gave it to the media, and uh, you know I think a lot of Americans are probably glad he did. And immediately, a friend of mine, a very, very level-headed, uh, left-leaning person, wrote back to me and said, "What planet are you on? Like, we must have been watching different uh, press conferences because he looked awful in that." And I just was thinking to myself that, oh, I, and then I immediately linked to this person uh, another recent poll from Emerson College, which is a very reputable polling uh, organization in which uh, it shows that Donald Trump and his administration is much more trusted than the mainstream media in America, and this was just done a few weeks ago. Well, Rasmussen uh, has that number as well. I've got got them right here. I think, uh, here it is, hold on, Uh, nearly 40, nearly half, 48% think most reporters are biased against the president. Only 12% think they're biased for Trump. And where's this other one? Um, there is, there's one here about, about uh, trust in the media. I, I, I'll find it, but trust in the media is, at, I believe, at 18%. And trust in politicians is a little above that. And trust in Donald Trump was significantly above that. I'll find it yeah, somewhere here. But the mainstream media is tracking worse than politicians and yeah. car sales. Well, you look at look at the way look at the way they're behaving. Look at there's so much frustration and anger, and I believe they 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 rev each other up as they're getting ready for their programs, particularly in cable news in the United States. They rev each other up, and they get they go all. It's can I outdo the other guys? Uh, I find that Canadian Canadian news. I'm going to say something that's going to sound like I'm a homer. But I really believe it. Um, we're associated with, with global news, and I really admire the work that they do. I really admire the work they do. Yeah, um, notice I didn't mention them off the top. Um, if I could make just a quick point, yeah. this exchange I had with this person really really showed me something, though, and it was that, that the left in this country, and especially in America, they still just don't get it. They don't get that uh, the mainstream media has lost its credibility. They don't get that uh, Hillary Clinton was a terrible candidate she was. Uh, for the time. When you look at the discontent with globalism, especially, that is happening in, in amongst middle-class people and the effect it's had on jobs and wages, they just they, to think someone like Hillary Clinton, I mean, they're chanting, kill the rich or whatever you were talking about. Yeah, kill the about. rich. Uh, Hillary Clinton, this is a woman who's a career politician worth hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, this is this is your enemy. If you want to, if you want to point to, at your enemy, I mean, Donald Trump, at least to his credit, made his fortune in the private sector, um, and they also don't get that their party hasn't moved an inch uh, in a positive direction. Uh, and, and you know, and you know, Tim, what's happening is that uh, is that the Democratic Party is trailing behind the, its base. Its base is far more energized, far more uh, angry, far more. Um, uh, frustrated. And the Democrats, if you look at Chuck Schumer and you look at the Democrats when they speak, they're not themselves. They're not the people they were prior to the election. They're trying to catch up with their base. And if they don't get out in front, you're going to see decimation next year in the midterms. If you look at their leadership, you have Chuck Schumer 
on the left or on the on the right coast and Nancy Pelosi on the left coast, both of whom are independent career politicians worth hundreds of millions of dollars. The definite the definition of coastal elites. You have zero talents in the ranks at all, yeah. and except for maybe Bernie Sanders, whose credibility they torched during the election because. They made him kiss the Clinton ring. Yeah. He has no credibility. That that the party has plus, no talent. Plus Bernie's plus Bernie's any gains in the midterm. Plus Bernie's nine thousand years old. Well, I, yeah, yeah. That, you know, that he was well, he, he he was helping Noah build the ark. Tim, I got to go. Thank you for the call, sir. Green Show Chorus Radio Network eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. We very seldom have a line available. We have Tim's, and everything else is busy. We'll come back and continue with your calls. Is Donald Trump still the correct choice for president of the United States? The media, the left media, I'm going to say it again in the U.S., they talk to each other. They sit around a table and they convince each other that they're incredibly intelligent, incredibly perspective, uh, per, have an incredible perspective on what's going on. And, and they carry on just, just complimenting each other, self-congratulatory stuff. Meanwhile, the polling shows what it shows. More of your calls when we come back.